0: Shut up, and sit down.
1: I want to welcome everybody here to a fabulous, wonderful, exciting, extravagant, brand new episode of Third Shift. It's episode 262, and I am the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Eric. Woo! Ooh, yes. what is going on here yes. what is this and with me today is the light bear the light bringer something or rather the old mr matt he's here today we're <laughs> flip-flopping we're gonna reverse the roles we're gonna do it all different because that's what we do here at third shift you don't know you don't know what we're doing you don't know what to expect but you do because we pretty much do it all in a formula- <laughs> formulaic routine every week but I'll, i thought i shifted up a little bit that's it though all right everybody we're back normal here we are. We just had the no, PlayStation showcase. No, we're showcase. not. Oh, no, we're oh, not. Matt's, no, I'm Matt's still going in flip with it. Mode. Here no, he goes. Boom, hard yeah. shift. Ah, oh, here we go. I'm Eric. Eric, go crazy. L- lose your freaking mind, Matt. <laughs> oh, of course. Without further ado, we do have some fun for you this week. But before we get into the PlayStation showcase and all the other fun stuff, Matt, how was your week? What'd you play? What'd you do?
0: Oh, well, you know, camping's a thing. I went and camped oh, with, my, with my family. Yeah. It's great. The oh, uh, my, my whole side of my house fell off, so I got to put God, that together with spit and gum. And, mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's just a wild thing. But if we're, all right, because I don't know what else you're going to talk about. and cranking the, the switch back, and I'm just going to say, it's the most wonderful time of the year. What the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about my landlord and his family are off camping right now. So for the first time all year, no booming and banging, no kids running, no just random shrieks, no every door slammed all the time. It's quiet. It's quiet as a mouse. I love it. It's the greatest day of my life. It's beautiful. But of course, to get his camper and stuff ready, there was a million screams and booms and bangs and all kinds of stuff going on. It's fantastic and wonderful. But for right now, for for like three days, because he'll come and he'll leave like today, which they seem to have left. And then they'll come back, like, Sunday. Like, do do an Eric, please. Just go for weeks. Just go for a week. Come back for a week. Go for a week. But no, it's like, all year, three days. I'm gone for three uh, days. Woo. Not enough. I agree. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go back to what I've been doing this week for real, for real. Played a little bit of Death's Door. That's a lot of fun. I just don't... It doesn't hook me. Like whenever I play it, I start getting in the groove and I play for way longer than I mean to. But when I sit down, I'm like, what am I gonna do? It's never like, Death's door, death's door, gotta play it, do it. It's like when I run out of other things, I go, all right, I'll play some Death's Door. And then I go, Yeah, I should have started this earlier. So it's a lot of fun. I'm still slowly progressing through it because I don't play it every single day. But something that I should play every day. And I don't. I force myself not to. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Because story time, folks. I like on the YouTube, the long-form videos. I like video essays. I like videos that are 30 to 50 minutes long. Dissecting some topic, all kinds of stuff. Found this new channel. I can't remember the name of it right now, so no plug for you. Going through his videos. Oh, what's this? The Secret Game Inside Microsoft Flight Simulator. Gotta click on that. Click. Click. There's a couple different camera options in that game. There's, you know, cockpit camera. There's, like, the external camera, you know, Ace Combat style. And then you can select Showcase Mode in which you can control a drone camera. Like, you know, your plane will be flying off doing whatever, and you can, like, fly around as this drone camera looking at different stuff. And he went, huh, but what if I took that drone camera and I just explored the world with it? Like, he was flying over his hometown or whatever and then took that drone camera and it, like chunked off to the side of the plane. And he went, Oh, look, I can fly around. And He flew down to street level, started zooming all around, discovering this weird world that the algorithm had kind of put in of the actual streets he knew. And I went, that's insane. I need to do this, booted it up, did that exact same thing, took off from the Lansing airport, drone camera out, started going down the street. Going down Waverly, going down Saginaw Street. Oh, there's DeLuca's. Oh, look at that. That's Bangkok House. There's Fortune House. There's my house. Zoom and fly all the way over to mom's house. And it's crazy because you can see a lot of stuff that you wouldn't think would be modeled, and especially like heights wise, one and two story houses, that kind of thing. But then going down the street and looking around, this like barren wasteland where there's occasionally just like one car zooming on the road because nothing else is bottled. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's trees and buildings, and that's it. You can see in the, the facades that they put on the front of these buildings because it doesn't have Fortune House. It doesn't have Bangkok House. It's like whatever generic building unit they use is what it is. So it's just weird and creepy. to Like, this is not my town, but it is. It's like totally unnatural, uncanny valley type of thing. I found some weird building textures that, I've never seen exist here in in our town at all, but like graffiti on a shutter, you know, like New York City, you close the shutters and graffiti gets on them. Uh-huh. And that one is used all over the place, like going down Saginaw Street where you would think you'd may, maybe see it. There's a bunch of them. And then you go like to the Williamston Theater. There's one there too. Like, what is this texture? Why did they find it? Why are they modeling the fronts of one story buildings with this cool texture I don't know. It's nuts. It was insane. I drove myself to work down the highway, little zoomy cars passing, seeing the front of both offices, going up and looking down. Oh, it was crazy. It was wild. It was a whole new avenue of Microsoft Flight Simulator. And it was awesome. It was just weird and wild and crazy, and I loved it. But then I went out into the real world, and I saw two movies again this week. I saw The Protégé, that Maggie Q movie, which I thought was pretty good. I really enjoyed the action scenes, and I wanted more of those. And then story time again, folks. When we do the Patreon posts, I post about them in the Discord. Last month's Shifter Monthly topic was kind of what genre of game would you play for the rest of your life? In my head, I was like, oh, it's the battle of the genres. And I went, let's get a gif of people fighting. I found a Jackie Chan gif him doing this crazy cool stunt with this other guy. And I went, I haven't seen a good martial arts movie in forever. And so for like two weeks since I posted that until now, fiending, fiending for some martial arts action. Went and saw Shang-Chi, got some martial arts action. I was so happy. The first like Kung Fu duel in that movie. I was smiling ear to ear. This is what I want. I haven't seen this, especially in the theater in like maybe 10, 20 years. Wow, awesome. And then the whole rest of the movie, I loved it because it was different. The action scenes were different because it was martial arts kick-and-butt action. The climactic stuff was like mythical and folklorical. It wasn't, there's a technology thing shooting a blue beam up into the sky and we got to punch the bad guy. It was all totally Asian folklore-based and traditions and this and that. And I went, that's awesome. It's not just a superhero movie. It's something else. As I was watching it, I was thinking, man, I hope they do this with more obscure cultural superheroes. I'm sure there's some Arabian superhero, but I want to see their myths and legends kind of woven into his storyline, that kind of stuff. I was like, man, this is it's so refreshing and cool. So that gets a thumbs up. Protégé gets a thumbs up. Microsoft Flight Simulator gets a thumbs up. Death's gets a thumbs up. My week gets a thumbs up. What about your week, Eric?
1: First off, I want to say cool being seeing Shang-Chi. I, I was thinking about seeing it, but I'm kind of over Marvel at this point. I'm not just... I'm not into it anymore, I don't, but I, I looked at it and I went, man, you know, that does look fun. I don't know. We'll see. I'll wait for some reviews.
0: And I'm kind of over it too, but since it's so different, it felt different. It has the same beats and notes, but... Mm-hmm. It's wrapped around something totally different.
1: I'll probably have to see it now. It is in the local theater, so go. that makes it even better. I can just go pay five, six bucks, get a freaking dollar, 50 bag of popcorn. Away you go. Maybe that's what I'll do this weekend because this weekend's pretty chill. There ain't much going on. Maybe that's what I do. For what I did this week, I was going to say, Matt, man, game-wise, dude, what the heck happened to you, brother? There's so many games and you did nothing. Little Death Star and some Microsoft Flight, which is supposed to be like a tertiary game. Man, what the heck? I'm over here like trying to stomp through these games, man. I'm trying to catch up and be the guy on the front edge there. And I then Matt's just like, nah, bro, I just, uh, just flew a plane, and I don't know. Games
0: are cool. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Just over the weekend, it just was kind of like, should I start up? The next case in Great Ace Attorney, should I play Ghost of Tsushima, but I have to stream that? Ah, uh, well, I don't know. I'm going to look at this thing. I'm going to look at some real life stuff. Eh, uh-huh. And it just kind of, I, I realized it, like, Tuesday night. I went, I haven't played anything. I got to play some Death's Door. I got to play Microsoft Flight <laughs> Sim, so I can I say I play video games on this podcast. You're a
1: terrible human. Terrible. Now, I get what you mean, though. theres, a, there's just, It just happens sometimes. Yeah. I want to do it occasionally, where I just want to watch the anime, but... I always force myself to do the same like you said. But this week, I didn't have to because Ghost of Tsushima was out there. I played the hell out of that. I've completely beaten it, done all the things, got all the things. I'm a Ghost of Tsushima master. That's how it is. I took it and I went, there you go, you pretty little pony. And I put it to rest. There are a couple little things I could do, a couple dies I could get to finish it all out. But I'm not going to wear those dies even if I go get them. So I was like, well, there's no point. It's just me collecting flowers to collect flowers to get the die. That doesn't make sense. So I've done everything that I want to do. I've done all the story stuff. I've done all the side quests. I've mastered the game. I've mastered the uh, Iki DLC. It is over, except it's not over because I still want to play the hell out of some Legends, and I still want to get that raid done, and I want to play the new uh, mode that's released and out now. So... It's not gone.
0: what has got to be out yeah. now. Ah. Yeah,
1: it's out. It's ready. We're rocking, man. So that's there, but I feel good. I can now, except for when we want to play together and do some Ghost Tsushima, that game's off the plate. I said, all right, let's do this, man. We got a few days till Tales of Horizons is out, which is tomorrow, which I'll talk about a little bit in a minute. But I was like, all right, we got to get on that Persona Strikers, man. And I got in there, and I've been playing it. I got another freaking about 9, 10 hours worth of that game in. Still loving it. Still having a great time. I found I found the vibe. I found the mood. As I've said, you know, a couple weeks in a row now, it's it's cruising. And I don't want to stop playing it. But, of course, now I got Tales of Rise coming out, and I'm like, oh, crap. And then, of course, everybody and their brothers getting back into Destiny 2, which is the other game I've sunken my teeth back into. But they're all getting on back and board. It's like everybody got that old dead horse and they hop back on it. And now everyone's riding these undead steeds as fast as they can go. And I'm like, oh, crap, I better get on my undead steed and keep going with them. Woohoo. So a couple of the nights I've been getting on, doing strikes, doing this, doing that, doing that. And every time I have a good time, Matt, I have a good time. I like it and I love it. But when I'm done, I feel guilty. I feel like I wasted (laughs) my time. I feel like I should have played Persona Strikers or something else just to get those games off the list. But I can't help myself. You know, everybody's back on, Matt. They're all there. And we're all building up towards the Witch Queen, which is promising and looking, mind you, like it's going to be like an Oryx situation where we get the real good bungee back. You know what I mean? That real class, triple S tier stuff. And I want to be on board for that because that was a good damn time. So I feel like I have to, even if I feel guilty about it sometimes.
0: But never feel guilty because you had a good time. As long as you have a good yeah. time, there's no negative feelings. That's it. I know, Just but ain't that done. the weird part? Yeah.
1: It's like, I was like, oh, that was a good night. And then I show up and I go, ah, oh, crap, though. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe can I sneak in like a half hour persona like, so that way I can do both things? Eric, stop. You got got to go to bed, man. Just just turn it off. Go to bed. All right. All right. All right. It's weird. It's like I got to negotiate with myself Uh over this stuff. It's bonanzos. I didn't see any movies this week. I didn't do anything else. I went and visited some family. Was in uh, Ohio. So I should say we didn't do anything. We went to uh, Kings Island. Two days. Not just one. Two days. Went out there. Rode all sorts of coasters. Had all sorts of fun. But that was it. You know, and now we're back here in the real life, doing real life things, doing a podcast for you tonight, having a blast. Man, Mm. if only Matt had played some games or knew about video games at all, you know?
0: You said it, man. Having a blast. That's what I'm going to have with this next game. It released today, as we're recording this, a game I had heard nothing about, knew absolutely nothing about, and now I got the shakes, I got the chills, I'm hyped for it. It's The Artful Escape Developed by Beethoven and Dinosaur, published by Annapurna Interactive. This dropped for Xbox, PC, and iOS via that Apple Arcade thing. So whenever you look at the App Store and you go, oh, that game looks cool, it goes sign up for Apple Arcade. And I go, I can never do that ever. But at least it's not for PC and Xbox for real gamers. I'm going to hit you with the two for right here. One, This is a game I couldn't research too much because I want to play it too bad. So I say that every week. And then, two, you got to see this game in action. You got to watch this game. You got to see it. As soon as I saw a trailer for it, I lost my mind. Then I watched a review. I saw even more fantastic stuff. I lost my mind even more. I'm getting chills again thinking about how cool this game is. All right, calm it down. In this game, you play as like a small town musician teenager and you're kind of living in the shadow of your famous uncle or like a bob dylan in one of the trailers it shows you walking past the welcome to your town whatever it is it says birthplace of your uncle it's got his face on it he's trying to find his way in the music industry he's kind of got himself into a rut and he doesn't know what he's gonna do now again i don't know the story too much but Apparently, he gets sucked into outer space or through some other dimension by the intergalactic rock gods.
1: As you do. And
0: now he's going through all these crazy dimensions, learning who he is, becoming his true musician self, and wailing out with the best 80s screaming guitar licks as he's going through these fantastical worlds. And that's that's the gameplay. The most basic gameplay is you basically run right to left or left to right and hop over a few gaps, walking through these amazing 2D beautiful environments and he's got like a a walk and a jump and then he's got a shred button and when you shred on your guitar things in the environment sparkle to life maybe there's bioluminescent aliens kind of in the background and when you shred they light up maybe the trees start swaying maybe something else happens but as you're playing this awesome music and having a rocket awesome time you're getting a beautiful light show essentially as you're cruising around then you run into a big boss battle and it's Guitar hero style. You're having a guitar off, dueling guitars. They're doing like a Simon says type of thing. You're doing the same thing on yours. To the sweetest, most rockin'est, 80s hair metal, arena rock, just guitar solos. Beautiful. It's everything. I love it. Looks great. It sounds great. It's a wild, crazy indie game, just rocking out and being wild and crazy. Every time I see this game in action. I freak out even more. You got to see it in action. And I can't tell you too much more because I don't want to spoil it for myself. So that's the, I I got you with the Matt Release Twofer. I can't talk about it, but you got to see it. (laughs) It's the Artful Escape. You got to look look at it. It's great. (laughs) You gotta listen to it. Wow. Oh goodness. Speaking of listening to
1: things, you gotta listen to the voices in your head. You know what? If you're uh, if you're a medium like Marianne is, no, you're medium, I'm Matt. done no you're hearing
0: about this game. Hey, what listen. is this? Destiny Two I'm all over again? You gonna talk about I'm it every not week? Done with it. Boo. That's right. Boo.
1: That's right. I will. It'll be the last time. But it, I'm talking about one more time. This game does not get the love it deserves, Matt. And it came out at the very beginning of the very, you know the year for uh, Xbox, etc. Didn't come out for PlayStation, but here it is, everybody. PlayStation 5, as of now, you can check this out, all right? On the PlayStation 5, go get yourself some medium. I've talked about it, as Matt has chastised me for, nauseam, all right? So I'm not going to go deep into it, but just, they take so much from the old Silent Hill franchise and just bring it up into the, you know, this generation. You know, the graphics are beautiful, the music is wonderful, I think the story is fantastic, I had a great time with it. I love the controls. I love how it just go, takes you back to that old school tanky kind of clunkiness, but it's not that tanky. It's not like frustrating tanky. It just takes a little time to get back used to the, the way it is, the way it was, I should say, and you're just off to the races having a good time. I love this game. I want everybody to at least give it a shot, give it a go. So as even though Matt, I knew it was going to give me some grief, I had to go one last time. PlayStation 5, everybody, you gotta see it. And I'll tell you, there's a spot everybody talks about getting to the get into the wheelchair, getting to the wheelchair. Everybody talks about it. But it's true. You get to that spot, and then just the game just really kicks off. Stuff starts rolling. And it gets all freaky-deaky, you know, Silent Hills-type world going. Oh, man. Blooper Team does a great job with it, and in fact, they did such a good job with it that they actually are making a real Silent Hill product that's still a mystery to us all right now, but it is official. They are doing something with the Silent Hill franchise, and I'll bet Medium was their ramp-up, their proof of the pudding, and they did a damn good job with it. Go play the damn game, and since Matt was crying and saying that was a cop-out... I'll just tell you now, and this is where I this is why I I didn't choose this one. It's Tales of Arise. Comes out today as you're listening to this, maybe tomorrow, unless you listen to this like right away, but today. Tales of Arise is out for all the systems PC, Xbox, PlayStation, you name it. It's there. It's not the Switch, though. So you can't play it on the Switch. Can you play on the Switch? Man, I say that and now I don't know. I'm pretty sure you can. not It's too pretty. It's too pretty. It's definitively not on Switch. Double checked it. Not on the Switch, but everything else. So there's the clarification. I didn't want to do this one because I actually bought this game. It's actually sitting already fully downloaded and I've got like three and a half, four hours left before I can actually play it, which I won't because I got to go sleep. But anywho's... I want to talk about it way more later once I've sunk my teeth into it. But anyways, it's from Bandai Namco. It's out on all the systems. It's a beautiful JRPG that has a rich history in doing rich, beautiful JRPGs. There's really not much else to say. But if you like RPGs, you should probably take a peek at this one because the reviews so far are slamming. Everyone's just going, beautiful, awesome, beautiful, wonderful. Battle system's freaking great. And I'm just like, yep, there it is. Justification. I'm feeling good. (laughs) I can't wait to play this all freaking weekend.
0: I was really hoping it would get the usual Tails treatment of like, ah, it's good middling it's scores. Okay. Because I'm still not gonna get it right on release. Because I got too much. There's too much. There's too much other yeah, stuff. Too going much.
1: On. Too much flight simulator. I know it's way too much. Just gotta keep going.
0: But when I saw that guy who posts up the hey, the early review scores are in. The guy on Twitter with the like uh-huh. yellow background in the face. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, please just be sevens. Nine, 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 eight point five, nine, nine, nine. I went, ah, dang. I'm, I should be playing this, but I can't. God, I gotta walk around town again. Jeez sucks you know
1: i wish you could be in the conversation with me but you're not gonna be it's gonna be me all by myself and then i'll keep telling you to play it like this other game called 13 Sentinels: sages rim and you'll never play it and it's just it's gonna be this beautiful thing for several games now
0: maybe i have played it and it's just a bit eric i mean don't at me you don't at me
1: don't at me it's just just a bit. (laughs) Everything's just a bit. If I say that, you can
0: never call me out on anything ever again. Oh, it's just a bit. Ah, Don't worry about it. And
1: then what we all do all the time is try to make it so, you know, everybody can just not call you out all the time for everything. It's just, ah, no judgment. Judgment Judgment-free zone. It's where we are with everything.
0: But what I am going to judge is Borderlands 2. Because that's a game you and I played to death way too many times. So I'm going to say, don't play it anymore. Even though you did just get shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2. So, I mean, I guess if you really want to, you can hit up the Twitter, the Red Forms, the Instagram, your preferred chip code provider. Get yourself some free loot in a fantastic game that you can't play anymore. We're done. It's never happened again. I'm never installing it. It's over. It's done. That game's been put to rest,
1: all right? But Borderlands 3 hasn't, and they went ahead and did another little hot fix, Matt. They said, oh, hey, everybody. We're still celebrating. You want to come in and play Mayhem Made Mild? Show me the Iridium? We're doing both. They did both. So now you get tons of Iridium and a discount at all the stores when you're buying stuff with said Iridium. And you get Mayhem Made Mild, which means that you're getting crazy loot because all the modifiers are stupid easy and it's just all fun. So you can go max out and get tons of Iridium, tons of loot, and buy all the things. This is like a perfect reason to be on Borderlands 3 this week.
0: I should actually play it because any of the other times they've had Mayhem Made Mild, I never played it. I was just like, ah, th- this week is out of this is
1: the week. It is the week, man. <laughs> it is so nice. All the ma- the modifiers up and you're just smoking mm-hmm. fools. Legendaries are dropping everywhere. Radium's going nuts and then they topped it off with you're getting even more iridium, and you get mm-hmm. the discounts. So any of the skins which hey, surprise. Guess what? Remember how all my stuff was deleted and I had to replay the whole game over again? Remember that? And I don't say, I still don't have all my skins back, all the things mm-hmm. back. This is, this is where I can do that. This is where I get it all back, right here. So I'll be in there messing around. I'll be in there playing, and I think you all should too.
0: Now, next up on the show notes, the show notes have been ruined. They got blown apart. I was going to tell you guys how like two days ago – Tiny Tina's Wonderland's Twitter account said, hey, we're going to have a gameplay reveal really, really soon. Like, really soon. And I was like, yeah, we're going to talk about that and go, when is soon? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Soon was today. It's done. They did it in the Uh PlayStation Showcase. So they screwed up the show. Now we're out of order technically because we're going to talk about that first because it's the Gearbox thing, so we got to do it first. That's right. Eric, you saw it. I saw it. They played your favorite song in the background. You love baby metal. Give me chocolate. What do you think? What do you think, Eric? (laughs) I don't know if I... (laughs) I
1: do, I did, I did love it. It was fun, Uh but traditionally, no, I do not love that music, but I did love it this time. It was a good time. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. I don't know how they did this for me, Matt, and maybe not for you, but for me, it was chaotic. It was weird. It was random. Mm -hmm. I was like, yep, I'm in it. This is is the Borderlands I wanna see. This is the Borderlands that I want right now. I don't know what's happening next. Who knows? I don't. I really don't. And I'm just in it for the ride. I'm in it to have a good time. There were strange baddies going around, strange things happening. Obviously, we got to see it, just a taste of how you get. Uh, you got the crossbows going in there. You had some swords, etc., going in there. You had magic flying in there. I'm still a little shaky, though, on whether that's, like, full on, like, hey, no, you can just go swords, axes, whatever, or if it's some kind of, like, hey... As a side thing, you can, you know, swing your sword, do your thing, do your magic. I still don't know about that. It it still didn't really answer that question for me, or maybe I missed something. But it still looks like guns are your primary way of doing basic damage.
0: And that's the thing that I'm not really concerned about, because all the things you said that were awesome, I felt too. I loved it. It was zany. It was crazy. Seeing brand new enemies and interacting with them in new ways in a Borderlands-type environment fantastic that's that's what i wanted forever i like new crazy things that's what i wanted from all the dlcs but then i saw a couple shots with I think it was mostly like third person perspective looking at the character holding the gun and i was like that one just looks like a borderlands gun and i thought of you and me fighting like a big frog boss and just circle strafing around going and watching his shields drop and then his health drop and i went man i really hope that this over-the-top attitude of the trailer transfers into the guns and the gameplay. I want crazy guns. I don't want to see any returning guns. I don't want to see anything like that. I don't want to see a Maggie. I don't want to see an unkempt Harold. I don't even want to see an OPQ system. I want everything to just be nuts mm-hmm. or at least be like reversed of how it was in regular Borderlands. So that's that's my one thing is the guns. Is I want them to be nuts and crazy. So even if they are the main damage dealing thing at least they will feel like a crossbow or a lightning rod or something. You get what I'm saying.
1: Oh, I do. I totally get what you're saying. I want that to be bizarre and strange. And on top of that, I still hope that guns are not just your base. You don't have to do guns. And what gives me some hope in that Is Randy Pitchford posted, of course, a little bit over an hour ago, and he said, Real talk. Wonderlands incorporates the same procedural weapons generation technology we developed for the Borderlands games. That means millions and millions of spells and crossbows and melee weapons and other kick-ass fantasy gear and loot. It's bananas. That makes me think I'm okay. That your loot's going to be swords, crossbows, etc., etc., all that. So you will be able to have melee weapons as your primaries because as i said on twitter matt i want to recreate phoebe from battleborn and i want that just to be the way i roll how i play what i do i don't want to have guns this time i don't want to do guns i want to go through as a melee build and have just a grand old time and then i want to do a magic build and have a grand old time
0: you had good news from Randy. I think in the trailer, there were a few cuts. You know, every every shot was like five seconds, but there were a few of a third-person perspective with them doing a skill or an attack or, you know, an ability with a melee weapon. And that gave me hope, too. They just do swords, and it's just swinging back and forth. It'll be fun, but it won't be fun. Mm-hmm. But then seeing it, like, pull the camera back, and you do, like, a flip and pound with the hammer or the big spin, I went, okay. That looks cool. As long as that's in there and you can kind of Zoom out and play it like an actual hack and slash. You Sign me the hell up.
1: Yeah. And, th- and speaking of that, did you see the magic? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Like they did the f- ice comets or whatever, just do- 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 uh-huh. the fireballs, etc. That was looking pretty diverse. I saw some lightning stuff happening and I was like, okay, you're getting me. This, this magic build is looking real nice. And if you guys and gals don't know, I-, I typically go for mage. That's That's always my class. That's what I do in almost every game I ever play. I'm like, man. I I promised I was making a Phoebe here. That's what I was gonna do. But this magic's really selling me. This is looking like it could be a lot of fun. So maybe I can do like a Phoebe, but with a couple spells on the side. Maybe that's. She's not a battle mage. Hey, come on, man. Come on now.
0: Games don't do. They'd be like, I'm gonna play in a rendy, but I got a big hammer instead. That doesn't. That doesn't work. You can't do that. You know, I can make up any rule I want to. Okay. You know what (laughs) I mean? I can do what I want. See, I'll be arena. That way I can have a pistol, but I can also shoot fireballs out with my other hand mm-hmm. and do a big magical, magical shield. shield.
1: It'll be great. There we go. Sounds fun. And then of course, did you also see how they had the the cool like map transitions? I don't know if you noticed that, but there was some parts where they were like little chibi figures. Yes, yes, and I they were that. moving yeah, yeah, in yeah. between like locations and stuff. And I was like, that's gonna be awesome. They have like a world map or a tabletop map. And then you just move in between locations, and there's little bits in between or whatever.
0: I saw that, and I was wondering what it was. I didn't I didn't know if it was like, hey, here's the intro, and we're going to play it like a regular Dungeons and & Dragons, and here's the da, da 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 and then we turn into the Borderlands style. Mm-hmm. If it is the map transitions and things, that's awesome, too, because you're literally moving your miniatures to this area. Or even if it was just like a little transitional cutscene. That'd be cool enough for me. Yeah, something. I'll take it.
1: I don't know. You know, obviously, I don't know what it is, per se. I right, just right. saw what, you know, that little bit. And I assume that it's some kind of transition between locations or some kind of gimmick where you're on, like, the tabletop map and you get to choose locations to go to. Correct! And, Correct! Because that's what I'm hoping, is that it plays more and more like an actual D&D uh, campaign. So you as the character, you as the person can be like, no, I ain't going to Frankenstop. I'm going over here to the Haunted Forest. Well, uh, Okay, all right, well, off to the haunted forest you go. Hey, well, instead of meeting Frankenstop's son and getting the Sword of Oblivion, well, I guess you're going to go to this haunted forest and you're going to see the ghost of Palomine. Boom, story changes, it's a little bit of, you know, a little differentiation, a little a little fun. I hope, I hope anyway.
0: That'd be cool, but that's not how Borderlands usually I know, was, so.
1: I know, getting my hopes up a little too high, but... For now, it still looked great no matter what, mm-hmm. but I just saw that and was like, man, well, this could be this could be
0: really, really cool. Now, another thing that could be really cool, you got me thinking about variations on things. What if Tiny Tina rolls a die to see what kind of boss you face? Not, not just what mm. kind, but like, hey, you're fighting the, the wyvern. Okay, roll a die, it's... 10 to 15, he's a Poison Wyvern now. He's got Corrosive. Now, next time you roll through, roll a die, now he's a Fire Dragon. Now he's Ice. Now he's whatever.
1: And then once again, a little bit of differentiation, but nothing that's crazy. But at least just, you know, something. Every time you go, it could be a little bit different. Maybe have the loot pools be a little bit different depending on what you're going up against. Because
0: even then, you'd get me to farm it at least four times so I could see Mm -hmm. each variation of the boss. Or maybe have... Hey, when you roll a twenty, now he's in raid mode and you got no choice. Just that's what you gotta do. A randomization of the system.
1: And of course they played to our heartstrings and they had Torg in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: wailing on the loop. And I was, was like good. Yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> Perfect. This is exactly what it needs to be. And of course, we already know they got character customization this time. Mm-hmm. So you get to make yourself, which is also leading to what I've already said that I'm making a Phoebe. So I'm gonna make I hope. I hope. And it looks like it kinda looks like they did take a lot of aspir you know inspiration from uh Battleborn and and incorporate here. So I, I'm I'm thinking they will have the character models or at least the pieces and parts you need to create unique characters that look similar to maybe some of the old characters from uh that game, which would be fantastic, and that's just me hoping and And praying that's the case. But either way, making your own character for the first time ever is pretty damn cool.
0: Yeah, 100% agree with all that. The other thing on characters, there are two other people at that table with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, are they going to be constant AI companions? Will they be slotted in for your friends when they jump into co-op? So like when you you and I play, will we be playing with the robot and I'll be the the dude on the side and you'll be your character? Mm -hmm. He would still have the voice lines, but it would be me instead of an ai bot running
1: around mm-hmm. you know time will tell matt all i know is for now i did watch it in 4k and all that other stuff because obviously i got the monitor for it and all that whoo man it's looking crisp it's looking fresh nice it's looking like borderlands got tiny tina going crazy you got this possibility of freaking magic melee weapons guns they were showing lots of loot they were showing loot dropping like crazy mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you kind of tamed that one back a bit, but you know, it still drops like crazy. Like I said, I've been doing those uh, dailies this last few weeks. And if you actually get in there and play play and, and do some of the bosses, do some of those rare enemies, it, it still drops a pretty decent amount of, of awesome loot.
0: But maybe Borderlands is the serious one, and this is the silly one, uh-huh. where you do just get legendaries out the wazoo because that's what Tiny Tina would do for you. That's what she would she'd be. Ah, I, I gave you one green out of that chest. That wouldn't happen. Maybe you get a special die you can roll. Reroll that chest. You can reroll it three times an hour or something. Poop, poop, poom. Now you got legendaries just shooting out. Shooting out. Loot explosion. Uh-huh. Man, you can do so many cool things. I want to see all the cool so things many they weird do. Stuff.
1: I know. That's why I can't wait. That's the chaos, the madness, the strangeness, what Tiny Tina is going to be up to. Can't wait. And where's Claptrap at? You know, what's he up to? Mm-hmm. You know, what? what is old Jim. Got up a sleeve for us. I can't, I can't wait to see. And it's coming right around the freaking corner. So just got to wait a few months. That's all. Several months.
0: But you just said it. Waiting some to several months. That's all these other games that we saw in the PlayStation Showcase. We broached the subject with Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. But there was so much good stuff. I have so many notes there. and So many good emojis and reactions. I only put sleepy emojis next to a few things. But all the rest of these things, even if I'm not going to play them, they look really cool. So start picking some stuff out. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's, let's chop it up, as the kids say.
1: All right. Well, first off, we can't we can't get away from anywhere except for bringing up... They went ahead and showed us Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. As you all know, I'm not a big Spider-Man guy. I've been playing it when I go camping, but I haven't been camping for a long time, so it's kind of been sitting by the wayside. A fun game. Still not really my jam. But, man you had to get venom in there Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and now i'm like oh venom and carnage you know those are the only two characters that really ever bring eric to the spider-man house Mm -hmm. that's it those two and i went damn it damn it it's fun enough but now you're bringing in one of my favorite characters so it kind of got me but it kind of didn't because i haven't played miles morales yet i haven't obviously even beat spider-man you know the first one yet and i'm just like well eric do you just just decommit and not worry about it. Just let it be what it is. Or do you hurry up and finish Spider-Man and get in on this Venom action? I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn.
0: I have so many things to say, but the first thing is, who cares? Because it doesn't come out till 2023. you got a whole year to make this decision. Man, we're
1: going to say this about every game this time. And then I want to, you know what? We'll just chuck it up right now. 2023. Do you mean 2024? Because you could basically take whatever year they say, add another year to it.
0: Maybe. Maybe we'll see. I'm
1: just, saying. I'm, I'm skeptical on this, Matt. They did it a lot. It is one of my, my pet peeves this time around. 2023, 2023. This is the future. This is the future, future.
0: What they should have done is just not put a date on anything, mm-hmm. and then next year they could be like Q1 2023. Yeah. But to go back to Spider Man, I saw the hype. I was on the little Twitter trending topic before the show went alive here's what i'm looking for god of war horizon spider-man 2 was on every single one of those lists and i went eh, i really liked miles morales mm-hmm. but i liked the character even more than the gameplay and i went oh, if they just go back to regular spider-man i don't know i'm sure it'll be great and then i saw miles morales in here and he was doing his shocking abilities and stuff mm-hmm. and i went man if i get to hop back in play half the game as him or pick which Spider-Man you want to be. Oh, You'll probably be picking which one you want to be. I'm going to love it because swinging around the city as him, having his interactions and his fun stuff was amazing. So I got I got sad because it's a game I have to get, but I got hyped because I saw him and then we saw Venom. And I'm assuming it was Craven the Hunter who was the voiceover. And they went in the shadows and I went, yeah, his big face, his big lion man's going to come out. And then it was Venom and I went... Yeah, that's that's good, too. So I'm hyped. I'm excited for it. But I'm not because it's a year and a half away.
1: Hey, someday we're going to play this game. And this, it ties right into this other game, which is made also by Insomniac, which is Wolverine. I went, I love Wolverine, but I don't like Sissy Pants Wolverine. So first off, they showed absolutely nothing. That would showcase any indication of what this game's gonna be at all. Period. It was just him, you know, releasing the claws in a bar fight, which is typical of Logan. That's that's his MO. Okay. You know, I love Wolverine. I'm I'm interested. Insomniac makes fun games. Cool. I'm still I'm still in it. But nothing else. That was it. I went, okay, so uh, 2024, 2025.
0: I have mixed feelings about this one. Because one, I don't really like Wolverine the character. He's just he's just what you always complain about. He just gets mad and runs around as dumb and smashes stuff. It's not interesting to me. So I saw it and I went, eh, whatever. But then I thought in my brain, because Spider-Man came up right after this. And I went, oh, they made the Spider-Man game really awesome and fun. Oh, uh, they're probably going to make this game really fun too. Ah, uh, I don't want to play as Wolverine. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to have a great time on. Mm-hmm. But it's a good thing they didn't show anything because I can't even get hyped. I don't even. I can't possibly get no, hyped. It,
1: it, it's so far in the future. It doesn't matter. And to tie this last one in before I let you take a rein on one of these bad boys is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. This is the title, Matt. That I I, I didn't care about. I didn't care about. Then I saw the first trailer and I went, man, I, I'm starting to care about this. Mm-hmm. I, I this looks pretty neat. Still, whatever. And now I saw this. Next trailer, the newest one they just released here, and I went, like, "Oh my god, this looks fun! This looks awesome! This looks like a great time! Looks like I'm gonna get a lot of good laughs!" And it's out in like th- three, four weeks, and I'm like, "No, my dang! no, I, I, I can't! I can't! I can't even!" Guardians of the Galaxy is looking fantastic. The characters just look like they're melding perfectly together. A fun story, perfect for what you think Guardians is supposed to be. And how am I supposed to play it? How?
0: How? Again, here I got twofold on this, but I watched the majority of that trailer and I went, that's awesome. Love these characters. Love the interaction between them. Love the world, the way it looks. It looks awesome. Flying in the spaceship, shooting stuff. Looked like a lot of fun. Then the release date hit and I went, I can't, no, no, I refuse. But I also, we mentioned it the last time they showed off the big trailer at E3. The little snippets of the combat I watched it and I went, that still doesn't look very exciting to me. And it wasn't dynamic and it wasn't flashy. Maybe it's a good thing that I can't play it because it's too soon. Because if that combat is still, I don't want to say boring. It it looks unengaging to me. It doesn't look like something I would get hooked by. So if that's a lot of the gameplay, then it's a good thing that we're not going to be able to play it. See, it's a good thing. I
1: don't know, because, you know, it has potential, man. It could be a great co-op game. Isn't that a co-op one? I don't think so. No? Is it single? Yeah, yeah. Because you like,
0: control definitely. the abilities of the three characters on the little trigger wheel. I don't think that's co-op, dude.
1: Nope, you're right. It's not co-op. Not co-op at all, so we don't got to worry about it. It's single-player game. You just have your own adventure. I was just... I got confused for a minute, because I was like, man, you know, with all the players, I wonder if you could take up the secondary one like Marvel's Avengers allows you to do co-op. Mm-hmm. And Never mind. That, at least that takes that off the bar because I was like, "Man, what a fun co-op game that could be if it's co-op." It
0: could but be, but it's, but it's not. So, so there we go.
1: Ah, uh, we don't got to worry about it. What a beautiful day.
0: <laughs> but one thing that we do got to worry about, you and me both, Eric, Alan Wake remastered. Yeah, we saw we saw the hints. I put up an interesting. If true, it is true. It's coming out. I can't wait to get to the point where the concert plays and you hear the song and you're fighting the enemies. I listen to that song still like at least once a month. I'm like, man, I need a good song right now. That Alan Wake song. Hell yeah. I, I can't even say much more about it because I just can't wait to play it again and find the pages and read the story and wonder if they're going to keep the two Max Payne pages in there that aren't really Max Payne pages, or they're going to take those out and put something else in there. or are they are going to tie it in with control? They're going to have control pages?
1: I got to play it again. Yeah. I love, I love Alan Wake. Now, the only thing I'll say is I saw a remastered, and I went, damn, damn it. Why couldn't it be a remake? Mm-hmm. I want to see a fresh, up-to-speed, PS5, shining, beautiful world of Alan Wake again. You know, going to Bright Falls, doing all the things. That was my only critique, as I went, mm. wish it got that remake, not the remastered. But with that being said, the remastered still looked pretty darn nice. It still looked like a lot of fun. You can tell they've put some love and work into it. So I'm all about getting back in there and playing again. And like you said, I hope that, well, first off, that they left everything they did previously intact. But I also hope that maybe they've included a couple extra Easter eggs. Now, like you said, with Control and other stuff being out. And then we know that Alan Wake's incorporated into Control and it's tied in. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll reverse engineer that and we'll get a little bit of that in that world which will please me and make me feel so darn good matt Mm, so darn
0: good i could go two ways with this there's two games that we're going to talk about that look so darn good that look like they're going to play so darn good i'm going to start with the one that i guess i'm most excited for because we've shown more of the combat in this one project eve when it started up i went bayonetta's coming what oh that's not bayonetta and then Mm. it kept going and i went that's not near automata But it's both of those Mm -hmm. things kind of wrapped up into a chewy little, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. Mm -hmm. And the more I watched of this trailer, the more excited I got. You got like witch time as you're dodging. You got parries that actually deflect stuff open, just like Ghost of Tsushima. And I'm like, I'm going to love this combat system. You got a little. You got your little bot companion. Yeah.
1: Yep. Always talking and giving you info and helping you out. This one came out of nowhere for me. This one came out of nowhere. I was sitting here just ecstatic about all this other stuff being announced. And then Project Eve hit. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I watched it. And as I'm watching it, like Matt said over here, I'm just like, what? What is this, Bayonetta? This ain't Bayonetta? No, this ain't Bayonetta. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's got, like, the robot man, like, near. Oh, my God. It's got, like, gameplay, like, Star Wars. Oh, Fallen Order. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. Oh, my God. Sexy. Badass heroine. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what do I do? This game's looking great. Oh, weird. Cthulhu, like, godlike entities doing strange things. Abandoned Earth. All of a sudden, some weird Kojima, like, bad guy at the end coming down. Alpha. That's the alpha. Weird, you know, baby face, skeleton face thing going on. I was like, whoa. I was in. Everything about this. Like, I had no idea about any of this. I didn't pay any attention to Project Eve anywhere else at any point in time in my life. And then this hit, and I went, yep. Boom, that's it. That game's, that's game I'm buying. That's, yep. Whatever you say, Project Eve, I'm on board.
0: And another thing that we're both probably going to end up on board with, Forspoken. We saw some more of that. I think the last thing I saw was that one teaser where it was just her walking along and then a big thing came and it was like, hey, Forspoken, you get five seconds of gameplay all cut up with a million different cuts. Now we got a little bit more gameplay, nothing smooth and seamless transitioning from this to that. Uh Uh-huh. But that movement was beautiful. Ducking and double jumping and hooking onto the buildings. And then to double jump more, it reminded me of the Spider Man movement, which that was half the fun of that game it was just fly- flying through the city, doing all the tricks and the flips and the doodads. Now I see that here and cool combat on top of it.
1: And that's what got me was the combat. The spells and the effects were looking just amazing. I mean, they're just fantastic. Like everything she did was just. I wanted to cast that spell again. I wanted her to do that attack again. And I was like, this is looking gorgeous. I will say, like, the conversation bits were 50-50, though. Like, some of them were hitting, and I was like, ah, that's cool, that's clever, that's fun. And some were kind of seemed a little cringe. So I'm waiting to see how that goes. I know I can't get the best of all the worlds. i got to give and take a little bit. But the game looks beautiful. It's got enough of my interest that I'm for sure on board. Unless something, you know... Completely derails me. That's what I'm looking forward to. But Matt, I mean, you know, we were talking about remakes earlier. Come on, come on, Matt. I'm sa- I, was I was saving it.
0: I was saving it because you have something that you're gonna just lose your mind over. It was at the very end of the show that I don't yeah. care about at all.
1: Oh, oh, you, oh, you, uh, you want to save that? You want to save <laughs> for the other one? You know, we'll bring up mine first. got of War, Matt. Got of War Ragnarok. We've been waiting for it. And yes, I'm not gonna lose my mind for it because. This is one of those things I waited so long mm-hmm. that I went ahead and I just I put it in a garbage bin. I went, all right, you're just going to go in the garbage bin. Whenever you're done, we'll pull you back out. We'll put you in the brain and we'll get going. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've preached and I've told everybody the good news. God of War is fantastic. I don't have to worry about this game. I'm not like, well, will Rag Rock be good? I don't know. It, no, it's going to be top tier, probably game of the year, period. Not even a challenge. Not even a challenge. So when they did this trailer, whilst very excited, whilst loving every bit of it, I went, yeah, okay. That's, that's God of War. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a freaking amazing game with crazy awesomeness. What else can I tell you? I've already told you that this game is phenomenal. The combat system masterful. The music is masterful. The characters and their interactions are masterful. And they only showcase that being... The same thing here with this trailer and all the individuals all back at it, all going to town. Big old war, Ragnarok's coming, Odin's up to something. What's not to love? What's not to love, Matt? Get on board with some God of War. Do yourself a favor.
0: Now, I'm going to get on board with the thing you were going to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they kicked off the damn show with it. I heard a voice. I heard Bastila's voice. My ears pricked up. I was like uh, Obi-Wan in the first movie. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long, long time. That was my ears saying, hey, whose voice is that? I know that voice. I know these words that this person is speaking. Oh, my God. That's Revan's face. What is happening? Knights of the Old Republic remake. I wrote it down in here as KOTOR remake. Fuck yeah. I could not be more excited. But also, after I calmed down and after the show was over, I got mildly scared. Because this is top-tier, golden-age Bioware. What is the gameplay going to be like? What is everything else going to be like? Are they keeping the systems? Are they keeping all the writing, all the dialogue, all the choices, the way you can manipulate it? Are they adding on to it? Are they changing it? I'm still the most hyped that I could ever be. But that is a 100% classic it is it is unf- withable. So if they do, if they screw it up, I'm gonna be as mad as I've ever been. But they won't. I'm gonna be optimistic, like I've told you to be about other things.
1: I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm in for such a treat. I didn't play the other Kotor. I didn't play them. Never got a chance to. And then by the time I got the systems and the ability to do it, it was already ancient news. The graphics were garbage for the now. When I was able to play them, I guess I just missed out. I just missed it. I get to play it fresh as a baby, man. Remade. Completely not remastered, completely remade. I am so happy. I I'm like, God, I'm so glad I didn't go into temptation and go play it the old original version, which I thought about many times, but I knew with those new way they are, you know, the archaic systems, et cetera, I was like, well, I'm gonna probably nitpick this and not enjoy it the way I should. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I get Dead Space remade. I get me some freaking Star Wars remade for me.
0: Whew. Now, see, you nitpicking the old one is what I'm worried that I will do with the new one. If they change this, if they change that. I mean, I love the old combat system. Obviously, that's going to be changed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have the swappy controls and queuing up the actions type of thing that I did in the old one, I'm going to be all, all salty, man. But I'm still excited because it's one of my favorite games of all time, one of the best RPGs of all time. And I get it again. I get it shiny and hot and new. One of my favorite stories. So many of my favorite characters going to my favorite places, doing my favorite things.
1: It's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. But it's so far away. You know, yeah. that's the only sad part as well. As- we got okay. literally
0: one image and that's it. Nothing.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, it's not coming anytime soon. But of course, I made it for that with another wonderful game. You know, Horizon Forbidden West. Come on, Matt, get it back on the horse.
0: I didn't even see it. I didn't even see it here. What did they? T- what? They didn't even talk about
1: no, it. No, it was, it was in the same frame. Okay, it was in the same frame. So that I'm including it here. There, there were like the, two clips of her same... like
0: hanging off the hanging off the cliff, and that was it. Yeah.
1: You know, but I'm just saying they they've been talking about it the last day or two. They, you know, they this cool little thing where they were showcasing some of the lighting effects and whatnot in there, and that is right around the corner. So I just wanted to bring it up here. That I'm excited about it. They didn't put it right here in the main, you know, foray. But that's just because I think it's so close that they're kind of like, ah, you know, whatever. But that still doesn't make sense because they talked about Death Loop again. Huh? Huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: like, Huh? Why, why are we talking about Death Loop again? Because they talked about more stuff, and I didn't want to know too much more. But we got to know why there's a time loop. What and what is going on? It's because of all these eight people. They've created it so they can have. He says in the trailer, their eternity. And he doesn't want to be a part of it, but now he's sucked into it. So that's why he's trying to get out, why they're trying to stay in. Still don't really know about the other assassin girl. But see, God, it's just the presentation of these trailers is so up my alley. They're like old school, 70s, like black exploitation type of feel of just the, the trailers and the voiceover and the way it looks. Oh, I can't wait. It, but it's right around the corner. It's so right around the corner.
1: Yeah, you'll be playing it very soon, like stupid soon. Yeah, like this
0: next week it comes out. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Congratulations. That's a good thing I'm not playing Tales of Arise. (laughs) It's a bad thing you're not playing. No. I played both. Oh, my God. So with that being said, Deathloop is the one I'm interested in, but, you know, I'm going to wait on that. Like you're waiting on Tales. That's what I'm going to wait on and see what everybody says, see what you say, maybe get it bargain bin y'all, you know, for Black Friday or Christmas or something because I'm in, interested, just not up my alley. With all those talked about, there wasn't much else for me that really got me going. There's a few other games talked about. I don't know if any of those got you, Matt, but for me, that was it.
0: Most everything else either just looked okay or wasn't for me. I will say, I'm not going to play it, but Gran Turismo, I know why everybody's hyped mm-hmm. watching that trailer. Those are the most gorgeous cars I've ever seen in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, I did get hyped Uh-oh. for like two seconds because they went to that like garage area, like that, hey, you're going through the garage and finding the cars. And they showed, it was just like the grill of it. You didn't see much else, but like an old Pierce Arrow or Dusenberg Duesenberg type of grill, like that old, just 30s, classic uh-huh. freaking car. And I went, <gasps> If I can get a bunch of those in that game and trick out my garage with all these beautiful doozies, I might have to get this game just to do that. I love those old school car designs. I don't care about test cars, normal cars, Jeeps. I don't care about that stuff. Give me those old cars, modeled and perfect and beautiful and shiny. Oh, it'll be my new Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'll just go into the garage and look at cars all day. That's what I'll do. And then I'll go in and be like, oh, maybe make this one instead of cherry red. Maybe make it that deep blue. Oh, yeah. Let me look at that for about four hours. Yes.
1: Yes. You're an insane person. You're an insane person. I was going to write it off, and then that happened. And I went, I threw my hands in
0: the air. I couldn't believe it.
1: One I wrote off. (laughs) But I will keep an eye on, and like I said, I'm over for anything I was excited about, but new Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. It was just super weird. Super weird. Mm-hmm. It looked like all your horror tropes were in there, and you're just doing this weird craziness. You're fighting them kung fu style. And I don't even, I honestly, I don't know. It just looks strange as hell. Yeah. It's got me, so I want to pay attention to it, but it hasn't sold me in something like I'm going to buy and play, because that's that weird stuff generally isn't my up my alley, not what I'm down for. But I don't know, just watching it and seeing like Slenderman get his butt whooped by uh, mm-hmm. and seeing like your, your crazy your ring lady come flying out. I kind of want to know what this is. But
0: I 100% agree with that. It reminded me of that old Xbox game, Breakdown, where it was all from the first person. You did a lot of punching and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in seeing more of that, just like you said. And another one I want to see more of or more details about, I'm not hyped for it, but it could be so cool. Rainbow Six Extraction. I think we've mentioned it like a tiny, tiny bit when it was first revealed. Mm -hmm. All those operators with all those cool skills fighting these weird monster things. That sounds awesome, but Rainbow Six Siege, where the characters are from, it's too in-depth. It's too strategery. If this is a little more fun spin on it, because now you're fighting monsters, and who cares if it's tactical and exactly 100% That could be a ton of fun, even for me and you to play. Dude, put up the barrier. I'm going to blow out this wall. It could be really cool, as long as it's not so extreme.
1: Yeah, there's potential there. That's one I'll let you watch. And then if you see it's cool, you can tell me. And then I'll go check it out even more. But right now, I got my hands and plate full. Mm -hmm. It's all I can handle. It's too much much to do already. I'm already way over budget. You know, I got to sell plasma. It's just the whole thing right now.
0: I got to start selling your plasma, too, dude.
1: Thank you. All right, yeah, we'll arrange
0: that. What about you out there in podcast listener land? What are you most excited for? Are the two things that we didn't mention from this whole thing the ones you're excited for? Let us know via the email, gmail.com on the Twitter machine at ThirdShiftMe, and find us on Facebook under ThirdShift.
1: Ooh, you can do all that, and you can also find us on that Patreon. I'm not even going to plug it too much today because there's one piece of news we forgot about, and I'm going to bring it up here in the Patreon area instead, and that's Tribes of Midgard. We didn't bring it up. <laughs> October 5th, they're getting a whole new little patch. The Wolves thing, the fe- alternate Feral Halloween event, new challenges, new starter kits, runes, etc. They got a whole new shtick coming, all right? So if you've been in there rocking and rolling, which we haven't, Because Matt's a slug, Matt's a bum, Matt's uh, whatever other name you want to insert. Excuse me, excuse
0: me, absentee gamer who was was vacationing and camping for like three quarters of this whole year.
1: Yeah, well, this guy, we could have played one week if we didn't, you know, (laughs) one week. So anyways, yes, instead of patron, Tribes of Midgard folks, get over there, check it out. They are freaking booming and rocking, numbers are up, people are loving that game. I loved what I played of it, but it's for sure a a game you play with other people and have a good time with. I I didn't want to play solo at all. So when me and Matt get to it, I can't wait to talk more about it. But for right now, I just wanted to make sure to give them some props because it is a wonderful game. It's a beautiful game, and they are doing some really good work with
0: it. And speaking of booming and rocking and having a great time and wonderful things, that's going to be our very next episode, which will be dropping on the 16th, and you can find it on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. It's Sing Song Day. Mm-hmm.
1: Sing Song Day. We appreciate those five-star reviews. Get out there and get him to us. Halloween, October's right around the corner. What are we going to brew up? I don't know. Hopefully we we'll brew up something. Problem is, this other guy, he's going to be gone for like two of the weeks. Well, I don't even know what's happening. Who knows what's happening? It's a mystery to us all, folks. It's a spectacular mystery.
0: And with that, there's nothing else to say but... Ooh, don't Ooh, forget, to forget to say... Maybe,
1: possibly... <laughs> Up and, and sit, sit down, down.